So then how do you then direct your energies towards trying to fix it? I think you start with yourself. So now we actually come to a different way of of, of uh, breaking down justice. And I think if we continue with these three forms, we'll be able to kind of maybe un unravel what's going on uh, in this current climate today. So one is a personal sense of justice, which is the ordering of the indiv individual virtues within ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's one. It's got nothing to do with another person, right? Right. Um, that then part right. that part of it. Right. Then there is actually a natural justice that is that uh, orders the interplay between us and other humans. Um, it's based on the fact that we are human. We have certain tendencies that are natural to us. Um, and then there's a third one that is a civil justice, which is our interaction with a government or with an agency where there is written covenants and, and laws that we have that we have all mutually agreed to 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 uphold. Domestic interactions. Right? Interactions, right. right? It could be. It could be. It's. It's usually between us and a uh, a body, a governing body of some sort. Okay. So if you look at these three and go on, then we can look at maybe we can look at what's going on in the world today and decide what, how these independently, these individual, the individual, the natural, and the civil justice plays in what's going on. What do you yeah. think? No, absolutely. If you look at it from the, these three points that we made, individual sense of justice, na natural sense of justice, mm -hmm. and civil sense of justice, which well, do you need of these three in order to have peace? In order to reach peace, okay, a societal peace, a political peace, you got to roll it all the, way, all the way back to the beginning. What did you need before justice? What you need is true equality. There needs to be a, a wholehearted and authentic embrace of the idea that people are equal. Without that, what you think are going to be the rules that lead to justice will not work. Answer that for me. How is justice required for peace? This roadmap goes like this. You have to have an understanding and embracement of equality to inform the rules of interaction, which leads to justice. And when you live in a just society, that allows liberty. If there was no justice, I wouldn't be able to leave my house because I don't know if somebody's going to come in and then just take my house and take all my belongings or whatever, or take whatever they want, that I am not free. I am living under the, the burden, the tyranny, uh, the, the savagery of the unordered interaction of people, which is take what you want. So working within the constraints of justice, at, if you trust your neighbor, and if you trust that if there's an infraction between your neighbor, whether you act on it or they did, that there will be an adjudication and an evening out, that builds trust with your neighbor and in the domestic situation that you're in. From liberty, when, you're liber when you have liberty, then you're able to do the thing that actually leads to peace, which is to act charitably. Because you need to act charitably and with mercy in order to build a peaceful society, a truly peaceful society. What do Let we me just summarize what you said so far. So that yeah, I'm to make sure you understand. What I'm saying yeah. essentially is that what you're saying is 
that in order for there to be um, peace, you should this you should have um, liberty. That means you should not be worried that if you if that your property is going to be usurped by your neighbor, right? And so. Uh, that you're not going to be taken advantage of in any way by any way right Um, and so once that demarcation is once that has been said that you're that you are now you feel that that condition where you are not threatened by anyone else uh, that means you are now free and once that is said that is basically justice where you are now given your due similarly you give someone else their due and that is justice right? right And once you have that, then the next step from then then on is that you are now being charitable. And once you are charitable, that's where peace comes in. Remember, we've always we've discussed this, right? If you are be if it's your duty to consider everybody to be equal, there is no moral obligation there. You're doing it because it's your duty. If you're being told by a higher power, whoever that higher power may be, it could be your boss, it mm-hmm. could be the state, it could be God. Mm-hmm. Once they're telling you to do something and you're doing it, it takes moral obligation out of the picture completely. Either you do your duty or you don't. But this what you're talking about. If someone does not believe there's anybody above him, he orders everything for himself, makes a moral decision. You see what I mean? Yeah. There is no duty there. He's making a moral decision. Right. And I think that that is that is either that's that that is that natural tendency of somebody to do right. it. Not ordered by civil society, not ordered by God, but done by, by himself. But by anyway, coming back to which, the point. Which is exactly why when Socrates says it's better to suffer injustice, that's the point he says is he says the reason it injures the person who's right. committing the injustice right. is for that exact reason. Right. Because you're violating your own He uses soul. But right. soul. Yeah. But he's saying Mine. that you're right. Be There's a, right. You're you're damaging yourself. Right. You you clearly have your your uh Damaging your own virtue at the very least, but you're you're denying your your moral you're uh, damaging your moral health. That's correct. For, for so a lack of a better to term, the the, uh, the argument you're making about justice and peace. Mm-hmm. Justice is when everybody's liberty is maximized, but not so much to the point that it infringes on the liberties of others. So there's a tension there. That is right. That's exactly there's a, right. There's, that. there's a tension between the individual. And the larger, and where that point lies is going to vary from context to context. There is a tension between liberty and justice. Yes. Because when you are saying that my neighbor should not be able to take whatever they can from me, mm-hmm. that is liberty for you, but it's not liberty for them if they want to. Right. So the, so peace can be enforced because there is a relationship of a strong to a weak and the weak person has to just shut up and, and suck it up. But there is no true peace there because things are boiling on the inside, boiling on the inside, boiling on the inside. And one day there's going to be a revolution. Right. And that's not true peace. Right? And that's not true peace. Right. It looks like peace. Right. But it's not. There's it's an silence. Other- but it's not peace. It's not peace. It right. looks like peace. So that, that peace can be enforced. Mm-hmm. Though. When they when they talk about when you when you see things not happening despite big occurrences, it could be because peace is being enforced. People yeah. are being asked to sit at home, barricades are being drawn, army is being called in. So that is not true peace and we agree with that. Yeah. Um, but there's another w- version here too where a man truly does not believe that there was anything that was taken away from him. Mm-hmm. And there is peace in that too. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. That is aspirational peace. Right. And for that to happen, you have realized that the liberty there 
the liberty there is not that my property cannot be taken away from me. The liberty there is I have no property. Nobody is protesting the fact that natural justice is being trampled upon. No one disagrees on that. No one disagrees. Nobody disagrees that taking someone else's life is wrong. Nobody disagrees about that. And and it happens every day. It happens. The state does it. People do it to each other. It happens all all them. It happens accidentally. It happens all sorts of reasons. Mm-hmm. Not all of them get protested about, right? But this is an issue of civil justice, which the law is unjust. Here, someone who has power, right, is using that power to be unjust and not allow for liberty for all. That's the tension, right? between justice and liberty in order for for liberty to to exist the people with power have to have a strong sense of justice and whenever that strong sense of justice fractures or cracks like you said mm-hmm. that is when there is injustice and and there can still be peace if people who are being uh who are being oppressed stay quiet because of fear right But or, but or but it's people, relative peace. Or the people who recognize that it's injustice stay silent. Stay silent. Which that's is right. what motivated my daughter and I to go to that rally. And that's a good point. That, that's also a group of people. Like right. people understand that there is something going on, but they don't want to say anything. There is relative peace, but that peace is just because nothing is being broken, nothing is being set on yeah. fire. No one is there. No voice is being heard. Right. But things are boiling on the inside, and then it erupts in a revolution. Yeah. And revolution is nobody revolts against the natural justice. nobody revolts against individual justice now someone could argue that revolt and individual justice does happen in case of psychosis and things like that there are yeah. places situations that can happen but there's no revolt for that but there is revolt for civil justice because that is the place where we all sat down and we actually wrote these laws down and i trusted you as a brother and said you know yes you can make all this money you can own all of this land you can take my time and make me a labor and take my money from me right but at the end of the day you're going to treat me right Yeah. You can you can get wealthy off my back, but 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 we be equal in the eyes of the law. And it turns out that we are not equal in the eyes of the law. And whenever that doesn't happen, that it that is what leads to the spark. That's what leads to un, to unrest. Yeah. You see what I mean? Right. So when you say no justice, no peace, that's what you probably mean by that. Yeah. And there is no civil justice. Right. There is no peace. But there but but this is absolute peace we are talking about. Right. Because relative peace can be enforced. Yeah. What I'm saying, what I was getting at, because we we're talking about the issue of equality, equality not just doesn't just apply to liberties, but it, it applies to application of the law. So whether you're a cop or a priest, or whether you're uh, Jeff Bezos, or if you're somebody who's homeless, if it's if there is reasonably clear objective evidence that you've committed murder. you should undergo the same processes regardless of what you do where you're from you know what i mean and so that's the problem i think there's a sense from the public that because these are police that they're getting a pass and that's wrong let's let's look at what drives a human being to do what he knows to be wrong we both agreed that humans by natural tendency want to be want to do good what is good is good they understand what is yeah. bad is bad right. nobody breaks or breaks into a home and thinks that oh man this could have been a, this is the right thing to do i know what i'm doing is right mm-hmm. unless they they truly believe lot of these guys believe 
that they are at the wrong end of social justice. There is no equality in they, they don't have the same opportunities that you have had. They don't have what you have. And that's because society has is against them. The laws are against them. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what prompts them to do this. So that's why when it comes to civil justice, these concepts, these fissures and cracks, they've been there forever. They go both ways. So ambition will find the weaknesses in those frameworks, but desperation will as yes. well. That's a Be- great way to look at it. Right. And, th- and so that's what I'm saying. That's why equality is so important. And again, equality in it. But man, here's the thing. When you say equality, what do you mean by equality? Equality in what? We know from a natural perspective, the only equality that matters is my life and your life. You don't own anything. I don't own anything. It is civil law that tells you that, yes, you own this house. You own this car. It, yeah, it's a hard. And now I'm thinking like, man, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. Like, <laughs> like, I'm starting to use words that, like, That's right. that are pretty Correct. legal. Yeah. But, and so, but it seems to me, just as a person outside the legal system looking in, it seems to me what the bottom line is that equality has to do with rights. Has to do with liberties that are um, justified. You you are justified by ownership to have these certain rights, and the challenge is is finding the balance between where your rights end and the rights of somebody else begin. Because the tension is what we said when your liberty begins to infract, begins to uh, overlap or infringe on the liberties or rights of other people, that's where there's a problem. Okay, so without having a an issue of ownership of prop or property, mm-hmm. can you give me an example where your liberty could infringe on someone else's liberty? I'm trying to get to a point where I'm trying to say that no. There is no other way other way in which this natural uh justice or natural laws can be trampled on unless you tell me, hey, I own this piece of land. You cannot step on this piece of land. You cannot eat fruit from this tree. You cannot kill this bird. Well, what about racial discrimination? Individual justice is you and me. Mm -hmm. No one in, no one gets to decide what our sense of justice for ourselves is. Okay. Natural justice is this Aristotelian justice where I have to now respect your life right. and your liberty because you should respect my life and my liberty. Right. But that is a natural one that we, you and me didn't sit down together and come up with these right. covenants. Right. These are there. The natural, right. Right. natural origin of rights. But right. if there are 50 or 100 of us, mm-hmm. right, then this or 200 or 2000 or right. 20,000 of us, we have to come together. Right. And, and if everybody has a voice, nobody has a voice. Then we have to come up with a way to say what is right and what's wrong. Well, and you need that a is, set of rules that governs the interactions right. between those people. That's, that's civil. We, that is civil. civil. That's civil justice. Right. And so what I believe that the way civil law comes to be is when ownership becomes an issue. It is the United States versus Mexico. But what is the United States? Who gets mm-hmm. what gives United States able to say that this is the United States? This is land on earth yes. which nobody owns. Okay, now tr- and, now I'm tracking what you're saying. So when you reach that tier of the that tier of interactions, so the interactions that are concerned with distributive justice, right? So the distribution yes. of wealth, yes. property, yes. that 
That is totally, now I know what you're saying. That is yes, completely within the domain of civil justice. That's right. Yes. And when that is infringed upon, that is when tempers flare. And that, so that's what's happening here in these situations. When you talk about it is not about a man killing another man. That is wrong. No one is going to, but it happens every time. It happens every day and several times a day. And nobody, nobody is up in arms about it. But it is this covenant, this civil justice, this sense of equality that's written to our constitution that is not being upheld. You see, that is civil because we all got together. All of us got together mm -hmm. and chose this person to uphold the law. Got it. The law only. So here's the thing about law, right? When it's not natural law, when it's civil law, this law, civil law only stands if someone can enforce it. Yeah. The liberty, the, the liberty that you're talking about there, the liberty that you're talking about, that your neighbor doesn't just walk in right now, take what is yeah. yours and walks away. It's because you know that the the government will enforce your liberty. You cannot enforce your liberty. Yeah. People try to do it, but but you cannot. Right. The government is going to enforce it for you. But when the enforcer himself takes what is yours, where do you go? And so that it becomes even more complex than that. And the reason why we are in this situation that we're in right now is because we don't know what we have gotten ourselves into. We have lost the ability to have these kind of dialogues to understand what these things mean. What does justice mean? What is equality? What is law? You know, if you think about these things, right. we think about these things as, as law and order TV shows. Justice is basically, you know, uh, uh, murder and, uh, and, and burglary and rape and, and how to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Nobody looks at it from the, these stars. The, right. these, these things are weird concept weird but I never looked at it from these concepts yeah. the only reason I know it is because I read these and so now we have we are a bunch of people a, a, a country a group of people who are now are uh, have to obey these laws that we don't even know that how these laws came about what they even mean right and that is what's leading to tension because we can't interpret these laws we see obvious things and we call them injustice. We don't even know if they're truly injustice or not. We don't even know how it is argued in a court of law that is, is it unjust or not? Um, like Mortimer Adler said astutely that justice is the most complicated of the virtues to talk about and apply in life. Because but of which justice is that? Idea? Right. Which justice? Right. That, so that's part of the complexity, right? And then in, in which interaction and in which context? There's, and that's because there's so many different variables in actual life that can make an act in one situation appear justified and in another completely unjust. That's right. Like the guy who breaks into the house. Right. And that's not, that's not even getting into people's interpretations of the facts revolving it. So in terms of practical applications of justice, I think for me, I think it's going to be understanding that it's a way to inform your actions in dealing with other people, right? At, going back to it as a virtue. And it's a way to also order your own efforts, internal efforts to achieve virtue. My, I need to look at my interactions when I reflect and introspect, um, either at the end of the day or when I take a moment, is look at the interactions in my life and ask myself, have I been just? Have I been just to the interactions between myself and my family, my wife? Have I been just in my interactions with my kids? 
Have I been just in my interactions with my coworkers, with my friends, family? Have I been just in my interactions with the nurses that I work with? Have I been just in my interactions with the scrub techs that I operate with? But Martin Luther King had a great quote about silence, like the danger of silence. So if you have a sense of integrity, if you see injustice, your failure, as soon as, soon as you recognize that as injustice, in good faith, okay, not opinion-based, not reactionary, you see something that is just wrong. And we do that all the time, right? You and I talk about things that we perceive as wrong. When you don't speak out, what are you doing? Right. So the question is, Ken, you're right. We should talk about good and evil because we don't know what is right and what's wrong. We think we know what's right and what's wrong. How you order your life of what you can control, right? Mm -hmm. You started off by saying all the things that you can control, your interactions with yourself, yeah. your interactions with your family, your yeah. interaction with the people you interact with, yeah. right? That can be ordered first. The next thing that you can order is your natural sense of justice. If you see natural injustice, mm -hmm. we should step in. Those are the lowest hanging fruits. That is the obligation of mankind, yeah. right? Yeah. And you always hear me say this, right? Like, you know, Nelson Mandela, Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King, I don't say Martin Luther King as much. Maybe I should say that is yeah. true. You know, Mother Teresa, yeah. they have upheld this natural sense of justice. You see what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying that we shouldn't raise our voices against civil injustice. They all did the same thing. They also raised their voices against civil injustice. But imagine raising your voice to hold up natural justice. To make sure that people aren't dying, you know, right. that their life is your life. How so? The that is the kind of life that we should be aspiring towards. Yeah. That is what that is purpose, right there. I see what you're saying, but there is some overlap, though, right? Because Nelson Mandela is a good example. So, what was he fighting against? Inequality. Yeah. And there was manifestations of those inequalities. See, it was civil inequality. It becomes complex because the, the oppressor uses civil laws to fight against a natural justice issue. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. I think it's kind of a continuum because it's ideal, a progression. under ideal circumstances, and this brings it back home nicely, under ideal circumstances, the civil array of laws is informed by the natural. Natural. Some natural yes. sense of justice, right? Some sense. That is the challenge. In so many contexts of our lives, we're moving away from what's in our nature, right? We 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 just talked about physical fitness. Right. That's the dynamic there. Right. You know, the closer we stay to natural law, yeah. The closer we stay to nature, the the more grounded we are. The easier it is to make these decisions. So, another way is to also order our lives the same way, right? Yeah. Where if we start looking for individual justice, natural justice, and, and not worry so much about civil justice unless we really understand what civil justice means. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many different things that we come I mean, here. So then how do you then direct your energies towards trying to fix it? I think you start with yourself. I think the, that's, that's, that's the truth for everything. If everybody orders their lives internally, they will find that they are incapable of doing the things that they do. Yeah.
don't forget to uh, look us up and subscribe to our podcast and leave us an honest five-star rating. (laughs) (laughs) But really, at this point, any feedback uh, would be greatly appreciated. And as always, um, we will include relevant information in our show notes uh, wherever possible. So we have a Twitter handle. We have a Facebook page. Uh, We also have uh, our uh, Gmail account. Uh, resiliency runs at gmail.com uh, shoot us some questions uh, you know give us some feedback there um, and uh, we'd be happy to get back in touch with you all right, all right guys. guys until next time yeah thank you